Fingers Malloy, sometimes you need a moment to take a step back and, and say to yourself, I deserve a little vacation. Now, we happen to be working, but when you're working in Orlando, Florida, eh, call it a vacation in the middle of February. Or is it the end of February? Who can tell? We're in Florida. It's eat, drink, smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and sitting outside. I can't name the hotel. I don't think I'm allowed to name the hotel. No? I'm pretty positive I can't name the hotel. This is not Russia. Is this Russia? It's not this Russia. Is, this is not Russia. But I don't think I should name the hotel, but it's absolutely beautiful. It's a glorious site. There's a golf course about 200 yards away, two pools on either side. Motel 6. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is. It is. It, this, is uh, this is the Rosebud like you saw on Schitt's Creek. And I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. It's the name of the show. I'm pretty sure somebody will bleep it out if there's a problem. And we are smoking the Placencia Alma, Alma Del Campo. This Placencia makes absolutely wonderful smokes. The Del Campo we're doing as a Robusto. So it's a 5 by 52 5 refers to 5 inches long. <laughs> Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 52 is the ring gauge. The diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. <laughs> Placencia used to make cigars for, well, everybody. That's that's how you got that's how you knew the the name because they were making cigars for other names that you knew. But they also do the actual growing of the tobacco. And they were not fools and kept some of that good tobacco for themselves and just started unleashing line after line after line of what can only be described as better cigars. They're better cigars. I know that's a hard thing for how can it really be better? It's got different flavor profile. It's got different uh, kinds of notes to it. They're really doing some absolutely wonderful work. If you want to know who the, uh, the, 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 the name that's probably the most popular name right now in terms of trend, it's Placencia. And the Alma del Campo right here is this nice bit of milk chocolate, a little bit on the darker side. If you take a look at that wrapper, Fingers Malloy, you barely, barely, I could see one. I could see one vein right here underneath the band. But that's it. But you can definitely see the leaf in there, which is something that I actually like. I just think it's a beautiful piece of art when you can see the leaf in there. Yeah, and perfect feel in the hand. Uh, it's, you know. it's got some weight to it. Yeah, it, it heft, not uh, overly beefy, but uh, you know that that stick is in your hand. Uh, really some nice smoke coming off of it. We're just in the first third. For me, I'm getting... Uh, and I don't know if it's just because of the day I've had today and the things I've had to eat and the things I've had to drink, uh, if it's impacting the, the way the cigar is hitting me. A lot of pepper, Tony. Uh, and I, really? Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, right right off the bat. And uh, wood. Pepper and wood. I'm not getting any kind of sweetness or anything. Uh, I, I think wood is dead on. I get a little bit of coffee out of it. But when we talk about, when you're talking about what you ate today, uh, Fingers and I had a, had a, a business dinner. And the business dinner, there was, it was Italian. There was calamari. Uh, there was bread. Fingers Malloy had the giant meatball with, with spaghetti. I had uh, the encrusted veal chop. That, kids, will mess with your palate. Plus the fact that it's about 68 degrees right now <laughs> where we are. What you ate, what you drank, weather. Now, oddly enough, neither one of us had a drink with dinner. I right. thought that was pretty interesting. We're saving it all for the show. 
those things have an effect on your palate. And it's why you have to get out a notebook and you have to write everything down. Because what you had to eat, what you had to drink, the weather will affect how the cigar hits you. And so when you try that cigar two months from now, you have something to compare against. And what are those, what are the through notes? Really, it's kind of, this is your exploration, trying to figure out what it is that you like about a cigar. First things first, this cigar is burning beautifully. Yes. The construction, you're right, heft but not too beefy, feels absolutely perfect. We did this with a straight cut, a guillotine cut. Sometimes Guillotine or straight, same thing when you see those. Uh, and did it just a touch shallow where the cap end starts to come in. Uh, that's the end you cut from. You light from the foot, you, you cut from the cap, and... Perfect draw. Now we've had this stick before, um, and you know we're we're traveling, so there are some sacrifices that have to be made when you're traveling. We don't have our, our usual lighters, uh, you know, uh, cutters. Uh, you don't have uh, you know your normal cutter. Would you have been tempted to do a V cut on this? Never a chance in the world. As a matter of fact, I would look at you poorly if you did a V cut on this. A V, I'll sometimes do on a torpedo, on a bellicoso, things that come to a point. So I'm digging into the cigar a little bit. It's a V. You're cutting a V into the cigar, and uh, you're, you're, you're saving a little more of the cigar on a torpedo as opposed to cutting too much off of it. But what you're doing is intensifying the draw, right? Instead of the, the full width of, of the cigar, the full breadth of the cigar, you're bringing it in a little bit, intensifying that draw. This is not a cigar that you need to intensify. You don't need to build flavor here. The flavor is all Ready there, La Placencia, Alma del Campo. I don't know why it's so hard for me to say Alma, Alma del Campo. Oh, see, if you're from Michigan, there's an Alma, Michigan. Oh, see, it would just roll off the tongue. Uh, see, that's my problem. If 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 it was a Brooklyn del Campo, <laughs> I would know how to say it. I would call it the Brooklyn O. Del Campo. Oh, uh, well, so that's this, my that's my that's Brooklyn. My, uh, uh, or is that my Jersey? I don't even know. I don't know. It's, it's either way. It's wonderful. I need an interpreter. I don't know, but I do know this. Uh, what are some of the challenges? Worst segue ever. <laughs> uh, what are some of the challenges when it comes to uh, traveling with cigars? Uh, oh, I had my lighter confiscated by TSA. What? I had my lighter confiscated by TSA because you cannot bring a torch lighter on a plane. The you, fact that I've done it a hundred times, I don't hide it. It's right there in my bag. This was in in my uh, in my uh, uh, cigar, my humidor, my travel humidor. Mm -hmm. All the time. Today, they took it. And the, I will tell you a crazy story. Here's my crazy TSA story. I actually said to the guy, seriously? And he goes, well, you can ask the supervisor. Maybe he'll let you keep it. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. No matter how you may feel about the TSA, either there's a rule or there's not a rule. And I was more bothered by that than I was by losing Are the Are you lighter. surprised by that, though? I mean, look at, just look at, you know, we don't get too political on the show, but with... What we've seen about mask mandates and who are f people who are forced to wear the masks versus uh, those who aren't. Uh, you know, if the supervisor is a, a fan of your work in Indianapolis, maybe like, oh, Tony, you, there are different rules for you, Tony. I, I, I don't believe in any of that stuff. I never believe in any of, of that stuff. It drives me crazy when people do that stuff. The Alma Del Campo. From Placencia is what we're smoking. We're into the first third. Fingers Malloy, is this in your humidor? This five by fifty-two at fifteen dollars a stick. Uh, first third, uh, you know, it's it's kind of hard to make that judgment. But so far, I, w I would say yes, especially uh, maybe just one or two. I don't think I would buy a box of these, but you know, maybe part of it too is the the environment. Right. You know, is really influencing. I mean, how could you not like? <laughs> 
a cigar. We're surrounded by. Uh, the, There's a the fountain beautiful. in the background. It's all the things are happening. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think I would have a couple of these in, in my humidor. I would be looking at this cigar more in the twelve dollar range, and I think it would have more buyers. Yeah. Um, it's it's the five. It's the five inches. Now, it, don't get me wrong. Perfect size for a lot of things. That robusto size, unbelievably popular. Perfect for a lot of things. I just think it's a touch high in terms of the flavor. I'm a fan, but I'm a fan of a lot of what Placencia does, and we've reviewed them before. This was just, I thought, a perfect cigar for this trip. We're coming to you from Orlando. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. As Fingers Malloy mentioned earlier, we don't get political on the show, but it's so interesting that we end up talking about topics that are current events. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com, including where you can find the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Good Pods. It's all there waiting for you. Be sure to check that out, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. And, and part of discussing whether it's supply chain, talking about inflation, talking about tariffs, all of it is because the, the world is happening. And it doesn't matter if you're a political person or not. Right. These are conversations that are happening in the cigar lounge. So therefore, there are conversations happening here. It would be impossible to go further into the show without discussing what's happening in Ukraine and with Russia right now. Because this has an absolute effect on prices that we are going to be dealing with on everything. So understand that, that you, know, you guys know we, we record the show. It, it plays in different parts of the country at different times. So we do have to record the show a couple days early. So by the time you're hearing this, things may have changed on the ground. Which is it's always very difficult to do. But I want to give just a basics, uh, just to make sure everybody's on the same page. Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, has engaged an invasion of Ukraine. There's no other way to describe it. He has been discussing this now and and arranging this for months, if not years. And this goes back to understanding Vladimir Putin. He was a trained KGB agent, 15 years as a KGB agent in Soviet Russia, and he was stationed in East Germany. So if you want to understand exactly what his training is, the idea of duplicitousness, the idea of lying, the idea of misdirection, the idea of falsifying statements, the idea of propaganda, this, he is as trained as anybody the world has ever seen. He also has, it's a very emotional conversation for him, he takes the fall of the Soviet Union, it's just, this is stunning, as a personal failing. He, he believes that he let down Russia, and there is a part of him, purely emotional, that wants to bring back Russia to its glory. Ukraine and its relationship with Russia, remember, Ukraine actually goes, uh, in many ways, and some historians can argue this, uh, goes further back. Kiev, which is the capital of Ukraine, has a massive history going back to the 800s, not the 1800s, the 800s, uh, as, as, as stories, uh, you know, uh, research that I've done. And again, an historian can tell you, Tony, you might be a little bit off on, on the timing there, but I'm not off on the idea that there is an identity. There's also a part of Ukraine that sees itself as ethnically Russian. This is true. Putin wants the land 
Putin wants the natural resources. Putin wants the population because Russia is a dying country, not building a population. And he has a very big fear of NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, and he doesn't want Ukraine to become a member. And Ukraine's never going to become a member. Right. Just, that, was a, that started like 25 years ago, and then it got blunted. Both Germany and France will absolutely not allow Ukraine to become a NATO member because they believe that Ukraine becoming a NATO member will only provoke Russia to this kind of action. And Russia has taken this action. And the action they took was designating two areas in something near and around and in the Donbass region. This is the southeastern part of Ukraine. So there's an, an area called Donetsk and there's an area called Luhansk. And Putin decided that these are now independent and sovereign regions. And he sent troops in as, quote unquote, you could see the air quotes, peacekeepers. <laughs> They're not peacekeepers, okay? This, of course, has Ukraine freaked. It has markets freaked. And you were doing some of the research, Fingers Malloy. Here's where it starts affecting all of us, regardless of, of what you think they're doing is, is right or wrong. And, and just so I'm clear, it's wrong. Uh, and, and, and whether or not the United States should be involved. And so far, at least to our knowledge, no U.S. troops will be in Ukraine. In Poland, because there's going to be a refugee crisis, they share a border. And in other places in Europe, yes, but no troops in Poland, or no troops in Ukraine. Right. Well, I, listen, oil is the lifeblood of a free market economy. And you look at Russia, uh, they, are, they account for 12% of the world's supply of oil. And uh, there was a great piece uh, over at CBS News, and they interviewed... Uh, the head of petroleum analysis at Gas Buddy, and he said if Russia makes a true move on Ukraine, uh, we could easily see oil prices over $100 a barrel. So right now, at, at, at again, <laughs> a couple of days early, there, there are two uh, oil prices that I look at. West Texas Intermediate, which is WTI, and Brent Crude. Uh, Oilprice.com. It's so funny you just pulled that up, fingers. That's exactly where I, I, I look. The Brent crude has been flying. It was earlier in the, in, in, you know, last week in the $92 range, which is already crazy high. It's now near 98 and that West Texas Intermediate is near $94 a, a, a barrel. Everything, when we talk about how, you know, the nation feels about things, one of the things that matters, and Fingers, you, you study this especially in the auto industry, is consumer confidence. Mm -hmm. Where do you think the economy is going? And that determines whether or not you buy a car. Uh, exactly <laughs> and right. And that, that determines how many cars get, get manufactured. And what kind of cars get manufactured. And the other thing, too, is, uh, uh, you know, an automobile manufacturer can't just turn on a dime and say, okay, we're going to start building uh, cars that make 50 miles, to, get 50 miles to the gallon. When a lot of the, especially the domestic uh, automakers, right now their life's blood is it's it's the big pickup trucks, it's the big SUVs, right. and and you know what that's great when gas is is two dollars and twenty cents a gallon. You start getting to four dollars a gallon on top of the fact that so many people are being crunched at the grocery store, right? With with, with home heating, everything else they're being bombarded. Goes back to your what you brought up about consumer confidence. It's and and right now there isn't any. Right, there really isn't any. CNBC has pegged a, a, a full-scale invasion. And again, let me say, it's an invasion. There, there, there's, there, it's not a partial invasion, right? If, 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 if someone tries to take New Jersey, 
it's, <laughs> the, it's not a partial invasion. And some people might be fine with losing New Jersey, but still it's an invasion. CNBC has inflation pegged now at going up to 10%. Oh, good lord! Uh, you know, and so we've already seen the 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 seven percent year year over year, and we know how this is affecting the cigar business. We know how it's it's going to affect the spirits business. We're already starting to see little bits there in terms of of of, of pricing. This is the real deal. This is a great example of what happens over there does affect us over here. Now, there's a political conversation of how and to what extent and if we should be involved over there. I'll let people engage that political conversation. It's, it's a fine conversation to have. I don't think anybody should shy away from having it. But we should know, first, what's happening and, and, and to not know it. And secondly, its effect is, is, is it's sometimes hard to, to, to calculate. Now, if you say to me, wow, Fingers is really right to get a Chevy Volt, you're absolutely <laughs> correct. And he loves his Chevy Volt. Yeah, Do you I love do. your Chevy Volt? Yeah, 40, 48 miles to a charge right now. Uh, one way, and then uh, f- and about forty miles to the gallon. It's 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 treating me well. No complaints. I haven't even gotten into the fact that, based on the people I speak to, retired military and others, there could also be a very serious death toll when full invasion takes place. And I don't see how it doesn't. And it may have already happened by the time you hear this. Just you got to be aware. You can't you can't put your head in the sand on this. This is going to affect all of us whether we like it or not. And certainly, we hope the best for the people of Ukraine. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. When we last left you, Fingers Malloy was talking about chicken. Not any kind of chicken, rotisserie chicken. But not any kind of rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken of sin. And if that's not an opening, (laughs) try... Try and get that on another podcast, another radio show. You can't be, can't be done. Can't be done. That's why you're here, folks. Hot damn. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Be sure to find everything on Instagram. Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast on Instagram. We've got the reels there. Fingers Malloy is doing cigar reviews. I'm doing cigar reviews. Some great, great stuff happening over there that you can't get anywhere else. On Instagram, Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast on Instagram. Like, follow. It's free. Just do it. Well, the moments passed, I was going to say that Sinful Chicken was actually the name of my folk band in college. I would go see them. <laughs> if you started a band called Sinful Chicken right now, I, the answer is yes. Now, what's the question? <laughs> so what is the story with Sinful Chicken? Uh, well, you know, I know we're a broken record when it comes to supply chain issues. Uh, the rotis- we're not a broken record. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a real thing. That's true. But oh. I feel like we, well, again, you know, you brought it up uh, in the you know, previous segment, well, two segments ago when we were talking about Ukraine and how, you know, the, the possible Russian invasion would affect uh, Americans. Not possible Russian invasion. I don't know why that so bothers me. How can you, they, 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 they sent troops into two regions and as quote-unquote peacekeepers. That's invasion. There's just no other way to think about it. Well, I think part of it is, I, you know, some people, I guess it's just a sigh of relief that they aren't already in Kiev. You know, I'm hoping that by the time everyone hears this, they're still not in Kiev. Yeah. I really hope that never happens. Well, you know, but bringing the back, you know, going back to that, we were talking about how these are stories that people talk about in the cigar lounge. Well, right. the supply chain issues are people are talking about it. And you're a Costco guy. Oh, oh, I could eat a hot dog right now. I mean, have you have you had the cost 50? Yes. And they got the well, they used to have the onion gun. 
Love the yeah, onion gun. They don't have the onion gun anymore. Oh, uh, well, uh, the rotisserie chicken there, it's, it's almost like they're on steroids. You go to any other grocery store, and that the Costco rotisserie chicken seems like it's about 40% larger than any other rotisserie chicken you can get at uh, any of the grocery stores that, that sell them, and uh, they're about the same price, right. which, was, uh, which is amazing. Well, Costco and Publix, uh, they're saying that uh, there, there may be a shortage coming up because of all these supply chain issues, and I mean, that's one of the go-to things you go to Costco is to get the rotisserie chicken. People, the, the, uh, when the supermarkets and Costco started doing this, you ended the idea of roasting your own chicken. That is that is something that grandma did. <laughs> no one does it anymore, and the answer is all the same. It's five bucks. Yeah. What do you want me to do? There are some things that you simply cannot do better at home. When we do a rotisserie chicken, we, we admittedly use every part of it. The chicken gets eaten. Either we, we eat it as a meal or we turn it to chicken salad. We do a couple things with it, and then the rest of it becomes soup. Mm-hmm. We make chicken soup. If you look in our freezer right now, it is nothing but frozen stock ready to turn into soup. We, we use every part of it. Ch- how does chicken get affected? Well, just like everything. I mean, we've seen a shortage at different points in, in the last, really, year and a half when right. it comes to beef. Uh, chicken too i mean the processing plants they're you know at first it was the, they had the problems you know with with covid, COVID and, yeah. and you know and now people listen a lot i can see and this is just me speculating i don't have the data in front of me but pe- you see so many people walking away from jobs in you know say the retail and restaurants i have to believe meat processing is not uh the most glamorous job it's, it's probably very hard dirty work and I, I could see a, a large... They could find other jobs that paid better, and so therefore you're having trouble finding the people. That, that could be, too. It's 100% possible. So, uh, unfortunately, we're, we're seeing that. I, I, have you ever done beer butt chicken? Now you're just making up words. You've never done beer butt chicken? You mean beer can chicken? Yeah, they call it beer butt chicken. Beer no, they can. don't. Yes, they do. Google, they it. Don't. Google it right now. They do not call it beer butt chicken. Yes, they do. All right. Oh, he's go- listen, I'm ladies and gentlemen. It. I'm doing it. He is getting on the Google machine right now. Uh, well, first of all, I, I refuse to tell you what search engine I use. Oh, beer Alta Vista is it? I asked Jeeves. <laughs> beer butt chicken. Oh my God, it's a thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. You should have bet me. Oh my God, there are pictures. Oh, these pictures are filthy <laughs> and they're tasteful. Hold on, hold on. I'm on the wrong site. No, 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 no. I, 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 there's a hub in there. That's, that's my fault, everybody. I apologize. Holy cow. How could Look you? Look at that. There's yes, recipes I, for beer butt chicken. It's I two know. T's. Beer butt chicken. What I do you know. know. I've made beer butt chicken. And it's, you get the, uh, you, you can go to, you know, one of the box retailers and get the, the beer can holder and, and do it right, like a stand. You put the can and then you, you shove the chicken down there. And you, Is that why they call it beer butt? Yes. <gasps> See, there you go. I, just like that, you heard me get the joke. You heard me understand what was happening. You actually got to hear my brain work to get to the moment. I didn't know that. I, I, I did not know. I have, but you've, I, made beer, you've made beer can I've, chicken. Before. I have never, but I'm going to now, now that I have the pellet grill, I am uh, going to, to make that. Okay, yes, I, am. I, I have to ask you this, and, I, and maybe I shouldn't be doing this because I may be calling you out here. Tony. Fingers. I was on you on this radio show for two years about buying a grill. 
and we did the whole thing where you had analysis paralysis and you're like i can't i can't make a decision do i get a a a big green egg do i do the charcoal do i just get another gas grill do i just have a natural gas line put in my backyard i have a natural gas line in my backyard it's not even uh but then you finally got your pellet grill yes how many times have you used it oh i've used it a couple times and then a very harsh winter came and I I was going to put <laughs> <laughs> like Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. <laughs> I'll tell you this story. I, thank goodness I have a cover because I tried to get it out of the backyard and into the garage for winter. And then the ground's really wet. I couldn't really roll the thing. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it the next day. I'll do it the next day. And then snow came. And it has been sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. I'm assuming everything's fine. Is it? Do you hear it? Is it good? Tony. Oh, oh, it wants Tony. me. It's like the one ring. It is calling to me. My precious <laughs> totally wants me. It's, it's true. Oh, I've, I've got a lot of work to do. Should I tell you I'm thinking about getting another one? You've used the, 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 the first one you've used three times? You're gonna I'm, get think, I'm thinking about getting a charcoal, too. Like, I've, I've, na- I've, I've, I've gone the other way. I've totally gone the I'm, I'm now insane. And I know, I know it's just a fad. I know it's just a phase. Like when I used to wet myself, don't ask. And, and it'll go away. <laughs> but yes, I, 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 it is being seriously considered. Well, I, I could point you in the right direction with a charcoal grill. Because I love my uh, gravity-fed charcoal right. grill. And it, it plays just like a pellet grill. You, you, you throw the, the charcoal briquettes in the chimney and you, you, it's got a... I just want to see if there really is a different flavor that I can grab is there is there a difference to the to the cooking is there something that certain foods work better on certain grills okay yeah I could see that for me you know I kept bringing up the the fact that with my grill I can get up to 700 degrees and it, originally the pellet grills you had a difficult time searing meat on those pellet grills they've gotten a lot better and now you can get either accessories that will make it easier to sear if you if you got a pellet grill that will only get up to like 400 degrees but now a lot of the pellet grills will get up to 500 so you can get it a, a good sear but charcoal's where it's at baby charcoal's where it's at yeah well i now here to hear first now even more <laughs> now even more i gotta do it smoking the placencia alma del campo uh, i'm in the final third of, of this cigar the burn has been just terrific the draw has been fantastic i still am getting that coffee note with the wood and and the spice has now subsided it built it has subsided it is a cigar that you have to smoke in your lounge the people at my pillow make excellent products american made products and we love using their products i have the giza dream bed sheets fingers malloy has the giza dream bed sheets i have the my pillow pillows i have the my pillow towels they're great products that are going to be great for your family you got kids and they go through these kinds of things let me tell you the sheets the towels they all stand up and with the my pillow pillow i sleep better than ever all you gotta do is go to mypillow.com and use promo code tony t-o-n-y and there are always incredible deals sometimes it's buy one get one on the geezer dream bed sheets sometimes it's a great discount on the my pillow towel sets or the my pillow pills themselves you gotta go to mypillow.com and use promo code tony t-o-n-y and check out all the discounts they have like on the my slippers they're very very comfortable on the feet mypillow.com promo code tony mypillow.com promo code tony this is eat drink smoke our new book let's go bourbon the bourbon reader you've always needed is now available on amazon.com and our website eatdrinksmokeshow.com pick up a copy today you know i've always wanted to be a college co-ed 
And we are here in Orlando. And when you live in Indianapolis and you have the chance to be in Orlando in February, you got to take on the lifestyle. The fact that we're here on business doesn't mean anything. You got to treat it like a vacation. So when you're doing a show like Eat, Drink, Smoke, you need something to drink, you just got to go to how Orlando would do it. And nothing says being in Orlando in February like a mojito in a can by a pool. That's how it works. It's eat, drink, smoke, or eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And, of course, can this, can that, the White Claw craze and everything else. It's never-ending. Truly, everyone's got themselves some kind of hard seltzer, Fingers Malloy. Yeah. And if we're being honest here, you know, we, we traveled. We traveled far. Yes. And uh, part of this is convenience. <laughs> uh, to be totally honest. Um, How else could you say we were lazy? <laughs> I'm not saying that, but we have talked for some time. People have asked us, are you going to do any cocktails in a can? Are you going to do the the uh, the White Claws, the, 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 the hard seltzers? And we're not doing White Claw because we have standards, right? Oh, Tony. Is, is, that a, is that the wrong way to treat oh, my Oh, boy. Oh, but you, yeah. Do you think they care that I said they are a multi-billion dollar company? They're like cats who? <laughs> they're, they're swimming in dollars. They're Scrooge McDuck. I just, I just hate to, to bring up the fact that I got an email from those folks, and they offered a six-figure sponsorship deal with Eat, Drink, Smoke, and now you just completely blew it. Not true. I named my second kid White Claw. <laughs> But it's, but we've been talking about doing some sort of cocktail in a can for a while, and I I'll, I'll be honest, you know the, the the stuff I was seeing at this particular liquor store was that they didn't have a, a, a great selection, and I was texting you stuff like, uh, oh here's a, a a mango kaboom, do you want a mango kaboom? And you're like, I don't like mango, and I don't know what a mango kaboom is. I may have made up the kaboom part, uh, and then there was like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, gin and grapefruit and all this other stuff. And, I was like, and then I saw this, the, the Cutwater uh, Rum Mint Mojito, and I thought to myself, I've never had a mojito in my entire life. Oh, so, a good mojito is a good mojito. So Cutwater is a brand that makes a whole bunch of things. They make a tiki rum punch, whole grouping of cocktails in a can. The Rum Mint Mojito is 5.9% alcohol by volume. Ooh, that'll sneak up on you. It's a 12-ounce can and, fingers malloy, it's gluten-free. Oh, Thank God. But it is not carb-free. 12 grams of sugar, 12 carbs, Fingers Malloy. Where is this going to go? To my thighs. It's going to go right to your thighs. <laughs> That's it. Now, you have already opened your can. Uh, uh, it is made with Cutwater White Rum. Fingers Malloy, are you uh, are you ready to uh, drink this Cutwater Rum Mint Mojito? Uh, I am, but I, I, I happen to notice you haven't opened yours yet. Oh, no. I was going to do it on air. Oh, okay. I, I thought air. you were going to make me drink it, and then you weren't no, going to have no, any no, of it. No, no. All right, well, you, let me you, let me you give you yours first. Okay, let me let me give you the uh, on the nose. Yeah. Smells like scope. Stop it! I'm I'm telling you, it, it it's very it's very minty. It's very minty. It is a rum mint mojito. Some would, so that's not surprising. Some would even call it a mint kaboom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm, I'm You're going in. I've been I've been ready for this all day, and to just so you know, just to ensure our manhood, we're drinking it straight from the can. <laughs> that's that's who we are. Uh, I I forgot to tell you that I actually had two umbrellas in my bag. I was going to pull off. That would have been golden. <laughs> that's a photo op if I ever heard one. Fingers Malloy with the Cutwater Rum Mint Mojito. I mean, this is the perfect thing. Go ahead, drink I, it up. I was going to order it in a dirty glass, but here we go. 
when 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 you're when you're poolside, when you're just throwing some things in the cooler, I get why these things make sense for people. I absolutely get it. Fingers. Okay, here's the deal. Should I shake it first? <laughs> um, Wait, does it I could I could I could see where people could get in trouble with these. Oh, really? Listen, it's 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 sweet. It's not overly sweet. Uh, it's got a nice mint flavor to it. Uh, and if it's really five point nine percent alcohol by volume, I, I could see where if you're sitting out by the pool on a hot summer day, uh, you could drink one, two, three, six of these. <laughs> so it even I'm, says right on the can a vacation state of mind. Oh, well, there you go. Right there. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Fingers below. Oh, Here let's... we go. Oh, that's the sound of freedom, everybody. <laughs> that's the sound of freedom. <laughs> the Cutwater mut, uh, uh, Rum Mint. Well, well, I have to ask you before you take a a, a swig. Uh, when is the last time you enjoyed a mojito? 1843. That was a great year. Uh, my wife is actually a big fan of mojito, so I'll have a sip of hers. But it's not usually my drink. It's too sweet of a, of a thing for me. But here we, here we go. Here we go. The rum. You can't drink while I drink. It's radio. Somebody has to be talking. I, I, I already knew I was going to go in and I'd be done before you take your sip. That wasn't a very healthy sip. Oh, my goodness. He's doing the Memphis Munch. <laughs> the the Memphis Kentucky Mo- Chew <laughs> is how you refer to moving the bourbon around your mouth to really uh, get it all over, over the palate. They call it the Kentucky Chew. You move it around. Uh, oh, you can get into a tremendous amount of trouble. Uh, so it has a very sprite kind of thing okay. uh, going on to it. it the, the rum actually, in terms of any alcohol feel, hits at the end mm-hmm. and is actually there in, in the throat. But you're, you're, you're not ta- that's, not, that's not the top taste. Not, not at all. Yeah, for me, there was no sting on the tongue. There was no burn going down. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, oh, I get that. I get now. I will tell you. I think it would be better over ice. Yeah, I think that just the 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 overall sweet of this is it with, with the carbonation. That's what's overwhelming me just a little bit in terms of it's too much. It's too sweet. But o- o- over over ice, absolutely, you could see it without question. And let me say, it's it's too sweet for me. It's not too sweet. That, that's not what I'm saying. I, I get why people could do this and down this with such e- down this with such ease. Yeah. And you, you could end up drinking Well, this. so do you feel a little bit better about this decision? Do I feel a, a little bit better about the decision to... To do, to do a mojito can? Well, 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 yeah, of course. I mean, you got to... Our job is to try things so the American public doesn't necessarily have to. <laughs> I th- I think that's that's our job. That's 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 our purpose. No, but I get it. Now, how much is this can? Uh, I believe that was eight ninety nine for a four pack. Oh, then yes. I was about. I thought you were going to say eight ninety nine a can. I was going to fall down. No, eight ninety nine for a four pack. Right. So basically, you're talking about two fifty. We'll, yeah. we'll round it up to ten bucks, and we'll say it's it's two fifty a can. I wonder if this is too much. For, for certain segments of, of population, but you're not having to do any work. Two fifty for a mojito versus eight bucks for a mojito that you would get at a poolside bar or more. I, I get it. I, I absolutely get this. They've tapped. This is a market. There's a real yeah. market for this. So more of this and less of the mango kaboom. Well, now I want to try the mango kaboom, <laughs> which was my stage name when I was part of the WWE. Oh, nice. Did you ever take on the Brooklyn Brawler? I uh, 
I'm sorry. I was laugh. That was the silent laugh. I, 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 I didn't mean that. This is uh, from the people at Cutwater, the rum mint mojito. Honestly, it's going to work for summer. Does it work for? Uh, oh, is, you, this, is this a good pairing? You have? Uh, no, no. It's an absolutely <laughs> awful pairing. But you, you have you have a four pack of this in in your fridge. You maybe have two. Some people come over. Something something different. Absolutely, absolutely. I think they've hit it. I think they've hit something very well. I think I would do it over ice, though. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. If there's one thing that's true about the show, we love a list. When there's a list of things, of like what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat, what this does to you, what, what people are having across the country, we're like, yes, we are buying in. We want that list because it turns out most of those lists a ridiculous nonsense. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And Fingers, from the people eating well, you came upon this list. Three helpful grocery store habits that are actually rude. 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 So these people are the arbiters of decency at your local supermarket. Well, they're eating well. Is, oh. It's eatingwell.com. So they have... Have you gone through this? Yes. And it's absolutely, listen to this. Okay, so the first one, which I thought was something that all courteous people do when you, you take your cart and you're not at Aldi where you have your quarter and you got to take the cart back and get your quarter back. You actually, you know, you, you're done with your shopping cart. You take it to the cart corral. You put it in with the other carts. Uh, according to uh, eatingwell.com, uh, you add your cart to the train. That's rude. The train? They call it the train. As in, come on, ride the train? You can ride it. Explain what the train is. Stop. What the hell are you talking about? Well, you got the whole long... You, you, the, 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 the carts are connected to each other because you push one cart into the, the next cart, and then the next cart, and the next cart, and it's a, it's a train. You never heard that before? Are we going back to beer butt chicken? Sweet. So, so, right, but that's... So why is it rude if you're in the supermarket... Or you bring your cart back, and there's a, there's a row of carts, and you just add it to it. How- it can be tough to manage pushing all those carts across the parking lot, so you don't want to throw off the balance. No, 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 no. You, you, you're, you're, you're reading the story wrong. They're not saying that adding your cart to the train is an issue. They're saying if an employee of the supermarket is pushing like 20 carts back to the supermarket... From the little corral in the parking lot, and you add your cart to that, that's rude. They're saying that's what they're saying. And if the, if, if, the, if the kid pushing the carts is like, yeah, I'll take your cart, that's not rude. If you just throw your cart on there, maybe they got a point. Well, if you look at it that way. You mean like a logical person? Well, if you look at it that way. Oh, well, then, okay, <laughs> yes. This list may not be crazy. That's absolutely okay, true. Okay, wait, wait till you get to number two. You put things back where they belong. Burn this list to the freaking <laughs> ground. Burn the website to the free. Fire everybody and send them to jail. You don't know how long the items have been sitting out, and they could be past the point of no return. What are they talking about? Well, say say you are in uh, the toilet paper section. And you find a box of Twinkies. And let's pretend that Twinkies had a shelf life for a second. 
Uh, they're saying I don't that, think I could spread my imagination that, that deep. <laughs> they're saying that, that twi- apparently uh, maybe the, the grocery store is not staffed properly, and the, that box of Twinkies, Twinkies has been sitting there since the Clinton administration. And you take those Twinkies, and you put them back, and you put them in the front of the other f- fresh Twinkies. I did air quotes on the radio. Uh, it's, a good, it's a good bit. Works well. Uh, that... That those Twinkies may have expired, and you're putting that product in front of all the fresh stuff, and so that's rude. By the way, true story: Twinkies made during the Clinton administration, best Twinkies. <laughs> that was when they were at their peak. There, there's a joke there. I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> Just gonna let it go because this is a family radio show about um, cigars and bourbon. Uh, you put things back where they belong. That's. That's very, very weird because people do that all the time. That's, that's polite. That's, ah, I'm not going to use this. And you put it back. It's not like you opened it, swished, and said, I'm out. It's not like these people who, you know, there was that whole trend of licking the ice cream. Now that's a jailable offense. You go to jail for that. You should go to jail for that. Tick- You're an awful, terrible person. And that was a TikTok trend. And TikTok, let's face it, has brought uh, upon us uh, a lot of terrible behavior that uh, some Americans just haven't recovered from. We're being honest. No, but that, that was terrible. And th- that lasted for, what, about three weeks? Where it seemed like you, you saw these stories, story after story after story. Because that's the other thing, too, when it comes to the media. You know, back in the day, the media, when they wanted to create a story or news, they would run an opinion poll. Right. And then say, oh, an opinion poll was released that said that Americans liked uh, Twinkies from the Clinton era. And then, but now it's, they raid Social media, either TikTok. Oh, new TikTok trend is sweeping the country. People are one person t- said something on Twitter, <laughs> and the next thing you know, it's leading cable news. Yeah, but that was like three weeks. It seemed like right. It was about three weeks of the people going in and scooping the ice cream with their hand and then putting it back in. Just at, and then there was that. I remember doing a story two years ago. Do you remember? Uh, it was. Do a trend. I remember a story you did two years well, ago? Wait, Let's find out. Well, it, it was so disgusting. A guy opened up a bottle of Scope mouthwash gargled with it and then spit the scope back in the bottle and then, and then but that's it. all fake right they, they of course they didn't put it back up there and walk away of of course that this this was somebody who who then bought it they, they did it they did it for the hits the likes the follows they, i mean that's why people do things uh, you you uh, i i i admire your uh belief in the human race and I other really, human I really beings do. That they would that that would actually happen that they would actually just spit that back in the bottle and walk away. Here's the third one on the list, and this one makes no sense either. You try to clean up. So here's how they write the story: something in your cart or someone else's has leaked all over the checkout lane or aisle. So you do your best to help with the spill. You definitely mean well, but you probably don't have the supplies to actually get the job done. Instead, notify an employee about the spill so they can handle it. What spill are you prepared to handle in the checkout line? <laughs> Unless you happen to have bought a mop and, and some Mr. Clean. Okay, I can see it if, say, and I've never been one of these people. Do you open up, like, a bottle of pop in the store and start drinking it in the store? I have. I could see. Oh, well, wait, well, wait, I, I should say, I've never done it with a bottle of pop. I have done it with a bottle soda. of soda. Okay. Uh, but that, that has happened. That, that's that's real. Okay, so say you got uh, a bottle that uh, someone shook up and it started spraying all over the place, but just a little bit got on the floor. I could see you. And, okay, I got to pick what um, your your shirt. <laughs> 
I don't know. Maybe you and I buy our shirts in different yeah. places. No, but okay. You I don't your... own a single shirt that says Harley Davidson. I just want to say that for the record. Uh, but you, maybe you take your shoe and you rub it into the floor and you try to clean it up that way. I take my <laughs> shoe and I rub it into the floor? You've never done that? I've never done that either. <laughs> Just saying, people do, but but I could see maybe a little tiny spill. You spilled a little bit of pop. No, if you dropped a jar of spaghetti sauce and it crashed, what are you going to do? I tell someone, "Hey, uh, there's a cleanup in aisle six. Yeah, exactly. Where the expression comes from? Yes, exactly. cleanup in aisle six. No, I and do we have just a, a big trend of people being reckless in grocery stores where they're just breaking things and spilling things everywhere? I mean, how often does really? How often does it? Really do, happen? It doesn't happen often, but no one's really going about cleaning it up. You'd, you, they wouldn't have anything to do it. This is about manufacturing a story for the sake of it. Someone said, "Hmm, I gotta get my article in, otherwise <laughs> I'm not gonna get paid the fifteen bucks or whatever they got paid to write the article." Are you saying this is clickbait? Not only am I saying this is clickbait. Next to the word clickbait in the dictionary, there's a picture of this article. <laughs> was, That's some, a, was someone trying to clean up a mess? No, I'm just the old <laughs> nonsense. Not, can we please not make nothing out of nothing or something out of nothing? Just leave it be. No one's doing this. But it's interesting. I, they may have a point about putting your cart back on if, if an employee is pushing all the carts and doesn't say, hey, add on. That, that, that could be rude. That's interesting. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Follow Eat Drink Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat Drink Smoke. On Facebook, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. And Instagram, at eat, drink, smoke podcast. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy, the Cutwater Rum Mint Mojito. Did you ever think you were going to say that? Uh, Eventually, I knew it would come to me talking about a mojito in a can. I knew it would happen. 5.9% alcohol by volume, 12 carbs. 12 grams of sugar and gluten-free, though. Oh. And that's what matters. Honestly, it's good. It is what it is. And to satisfy a, 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 a summer quench, thirst quench, right on. Yeah, you know, we're out here in Orlando, Florida at a very nice resort, and we're doing the show poolside. It's a beautiful night, and uh, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. And I didn't think I would. I, it's, mine's almost gone. I, I'm not going to have another one. But no? Th- no, but this one was very... I think. Do you I, not have extras in the backpack? No, I only brought two, uh, uh, but uh, I, I think it, it will be time to switch to bourbon here in, in just a little bit. But this, I, I can totally see on a beautiful night, you know, by the pool, having one or two of these. One or two? One, one or two, uh, but I'm not in the pool. Oh, that's the problem. I didn't bring my swimming shirt and sneakers to right? the pool, so uh, I'm not... If I were swimming, I, maybe I would have Is it a bathing suit or is it swim trunks? Is, is swim trunks a Midwestern thing? No, I don't think so. I, no? I, I thought that was an age thing. I, th- I thought that was more of a boomer thing. Oh. I, don't th- I, I, wouldn't, I couldn't imagine anybody from Gen X or, or millennials saying swim trunks. No, we, we call them Speedos. Oh, well. Uh-huh. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's a... No, I, I, would need, I, would need, I would need 25 of these mojitos to get into a Speedo. To get into a Speedo. <laughs> And then another 25 to, ma- to forget that people are looking at you <laughs> in a Speedo. So we're doing the Cutwater Rum Mint Mojito. We're smoking the Placencia Amo Del Campo, which I have now completed. Look, I'll say it again. Um, 
at at fifteen dollars on an MSRP, I think just a touch high. But in terms of a cigar that has value, a cigar that had good flavor with that that bit of wood coming through it, that pepper that built up in the second third and then subsided in the final third. For me, there was a little coffee hint throughout. Very, very good cigar. And even as, as a Robusto, 5 by 52, 5 inches long, 52 ring gauge, not something for yard work. No. Some, something for the back deck, the patio, a place where you have a chance to actually enjoy it because there's real – I would say a, a solid medium. Yeah. Is this cigar. Yep. And uh, very well constructed. You know, we've only had to touch it up a couple of times. And the only times we really had to touch it up, is, it's because of what we do. You right. know, we're not just sitting and enjoying a cigar. We're working here uh, and we're talking. So, uh, but there really no canoeing. It, it burned evenly uh, throughout the, the whole smoke and some nice, pleasant smoke. And for me, it was it was the wood and, uh, and that pepper. And... Uh, there was no sweetness, and, and when, when you pair it with a mojito, uh, yeah, don't don't pair it with a mojito. What a, do not pair it with 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 a mojito. There might be some sweeter bourbons that you could do uh, with this. I think that you could. I think this would be a great espresso um, connection to this. Is there is there any cigar that you could think of off the top of your head that you would pair with this? An acid Cuba Cuba. I, I, a flavored cigar is, is immediately what I, what I would go to. Um, I think you could get away. Oh, I'm going to get yelled at for this. A Sober Mesa Brulee Blue, right? Or even just a Sober Mesa Brulee from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust that has that unique kind of, 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 of cotton candy sweetness at, at the start, I think might actually uh, work here. But in the end, no. No, I, I don't think you're going to pair this with a cigar you spent money on. Yeah. I think that you, if you told me you happen to have a brick house around, right? Six, seven, eight dollar stick. And I'm not talking about the Maduro. I'm talking about a Connecticut wrapper. And you were just having a cigar and having one of these and enjoying the boat. Yeah. All right. I get it. Makes perfect sense. That's fine. If you told me you're doing a Davidoff Dominicana with this, I don't know how we're going to be friends anymore. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is you said not a cigar for, uh, you know, out in the yard doing work. At $15 a stick, I don't think that – if you're doing yard work, don't you want to usually stay between 5 and 7 something like that? Because it can't oh, I, I agree. I was know. just saying that for, for the size, as a Robusto, right, nothing too big, you're, you know, in, in, an easier smoke in that regard. But there's too much good happening here as opposed to just a lovely cigar, an easy cigar. You don't, I don't think that you want to miss what it has to offer if you're doing other things. Also, uh, this is not a, a golf course cigar for me, mm. right? There's more happening here. Also, I would want a golf course cigar to be uh, more in that Churchill size uh, because I, I, I don't want to have to just light up a, a, another one. And this, uh, this rolls off easily the cart. Yeah. And, and, and then you, you didn't get to fully enjoy it. So not the golf course for me. It is time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Tony Target, they're going to test new curbside options for shoppers. Uh, it will include returns and Starbucks order pickup, which I think is really something. Because the only, you know, I can't think of any other place where you can get a Starbucks without getting out of your car. Oh, Starbucks. <laughs> I the, the convenience thing I think has gone a little crazy. You a, a return from your car? 
Yep, you can target shoppers will be able to return items and pick up a Starbucks drink without leaving their car. They're testing it in certain markets right now uh, to see if it will be popular. And if it is, they'll probably introduce it uh, in a more nationwide basis. I, the whole point of Starbucks inside Target is that you're already there and you might as well. I have always argued that if Target served wine on Friday nights, it'd be the biggest date destination <laughs> in America. If yeah. they served wine, and by the way, not just served wine, I'm talking about had people tell you a little bit about, about the wine in not a paper cup, but in a, it would, I would do it in plastic, in a plastic wine glass, mm-hmm. and get the attachment that you could put on the cart, people would do it, it they would do it with, with glee, they, they, they would do it. Parents would be out there, a little baby would be in, in the cart, bam, mom and dad are, are, are having a, a Pinot Grigio and happy as clams. And the conversation would be uh, along the lines of something like this. Would you imagine 15 years ago that this would make us happy on a Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes, it would. Yes, I, we're, we're just a little too, um, we're a little too crazed with the idea of, of the convenience. I'd, I'm someone who I still go to a supermarket. There are moments where I'll have it delivered, like if, if, I'm, if I'm on the road or something, and we're, we're staying in, in, in a place that has a kitchen, like a hotel that has a kitchen, which is something that I like. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I get that. But in the main, I don't, I don't want it put into my trunk. I want to know what I'm picking. I don't trust somebody else to pick my apples. I don't, I don't have any faith in them whatsoever. Yeah, I have gotten a little bit more comfortable with having it used to be uh i would go like you i'm always going to the grocery store and then it got to the point where it's like oh i can order my groceries uh on the computer and go pick them up and now it's like oh i could just order the groceries and have people so you've bring. gotten comfortable with being lazy you've gotten yes. comfortable with a total stranger picking your apples that's fair that's fair yeah I mean, listen. It, 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 I accept that about me. Well, first That's of all, a fine way to explain me. Do, do I look like I'm one that eats a lot of fruits and vegetables? To you begin should. With? You should. Should we play? Well, no. You've been traveling. See, yeah, travel. All yeah. bets are off. You could do fast food when you travel. All of that is fine. There, there, there are no rules when you travel. I did have a boar's head Italian sandwich made by Publix right here in, in Orlando, Florida. I know. It was, it? it was delightful. Boar's head. Really? Finest meats there are. Yes, so that was good. I don't know. Are they the finest meats there? Oh, why the hell not? Actually, they're, I think they're rather good. They are. That uh, is what we buy. Uh, one more quick Target story uh, as we're getting kind of past. Anybody who's ever been in a Target knows there is no, no such thing as quick in Target. <laughs> well, we've only got 40 seconds, so it's got to be quick. Uh, Target is eliminating face mask requirements for employees and shoppers. I think that's, that's very important because I want to be able to see the face of the person who says to me, yeah, I don't know if we carry that. <laughs> I think it's very important to see them for, 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 for the whole them when, when they are unsure. I want them to be unmasked when they come out to the curb and bring me my coffee. Are you really going to do that? No. I'll go to Starbucks for that. Do you really go to Starbucks? No. I, I mean, don't. I, I get. The, I, I do get the Starbucks uh, cold brew at the grocery store. I do like that. When I'm traveling, again, nothing matters when you're traveling. But in the main, no. I make it home. I make it home, or or I I try and find something local. It is the Cutwater Rum Mint Mojito. That's what we've been drinking. In a can. Mojito in a can because we're in Orlando. And when in Orlando, you do what the Orlando people do. We actually wore it with mouse ears on. And smoking <laughs> the Placencia Alma Del Campo. It's a great smoke. It's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic uh, cigar that you, you, you have to have. 
Get it at your local cigar lounge. Give it a shot. And then see whether a couple of those are in your humidor. Get the book, Let's Go Bourbon. It's our first book. won't be our last book at Amazon.com. Everything you want to know about bourbon, it's right there, simple and easy. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Did you know Audible isn't just for audiobooks? They have podcasts, too. And you guessed it, Eat, Drink, Smoke is now on Audible. Listen to us there. Eat, Drink, Smoke.